Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. Angela, between episodes, you came up with an idea. I have no idea what it is. I'm so excited. There, there are very few real surprises in life nowadays, and and I'm I'm, I'm just tingling thinking about what this is going to be. What do you want to talk about? Well, I guess talking about the merry ground and development just made me think about. Um, uh, something a little off topic, but I was on a pediatric occupational therapy, um, what do you call it? Facebook group, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's there's probably 50,000 to 100,000 people on this. And as pediatric occupational therapists all over, at least all over the United States, it might even be international. And <clears throat> the whole topic about um, one person asked if, um, if there was new standardized norms for for strength that, um, cause the last standardized norms for, um, core strength were from 1980s. And so she was asking if anyone knew of new standardized norms for children's strength. So the averages back then, and it was interesting to watch the conversation. So people were saying, well, those are outdated. Kids are sedentary now and they're on screens a lot. So we should probably change the norms because Um, most kids aren't meeting the norms anymore. And then another therapist said, well, 75% of my population cannot meet the strength requirements from 19 in the early 1980s. And, uh, and all these people are agreeing saying, yeah, most of the children can't meet the strength requirements from 1980s. And then a couple brave therapists said, wait a minute, shouldn't we think about like, why are they not meeting the strength requirements from the 1980s? Um, and you know, like, shouldn't we hold them to the same standards? Why are we just succumbing and allowing this to happen? So that, so that just got me, um, thinking about how (laughs) that very issue, like, um, should we just, you know, should we hold them to the same standard or just change our expectations for development? Because, the way our environment is right now where kids are sedentary most of the time. So in, in, in 2120, the strength is, is going to, I mean, if you can, if you can move your eyeballs because your technology is, is all um, uh, driven by AI based on your eye movement, if you can move your eyeball, the rest of you can just be in a pod um, and, and basically jelly because uh, there won't be any strength at all. When, when you started talking about this, Angela, my, my thought was what were the strength standards in 1950s compared to the 80s? And I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to guess that it was it was a decrease over over that 30 year period for sure huh i mean oh absolutely yeah there's no doubt about it. it'd be really interesting to look at back at that and see how they have changed so we're, we're getting weaker and some people think that's not a bad thing yeah it's really interesting because 1980s wasn't that long ago i mean I grew no, up it 80s. couldn't have been that long ago because I was young then. <laughs> I was too. If the, if the 80s was a long time ago, that means I'm old and we, we can't have that. I so it just seems a little bit like, um, you know, where are we going to draw the line and say, well, that's enough, you know, kind of like with pants, you know, how we started changing the size of pants because people were getting bigger and, you know, people's feelings were hurt. So maybe we change that. But this reminds me of, of that in a way. Whoa, wait, tell me about this pants thing. Um, oh, 
like where they changed the size of pants like a couple years ago like the sizes were different so a size four was now a size six and oh never i don't know a lot about it so I okay, I'm, just, I, I, I'm just saying but my my levi's are the same size they've been for for a couple decades now and does that mean they're not really the same size as they, as they were back in the 80s um no i yeah that's probably a thing and and i mean we keep making airplane seats bigger bigger and stadium and theater seats bigger and and um it's i mean i hate to get all judgy on people because i mean life is hard times are tough oh, right. um on the other hand if we're sending we're sending kids to school um in australia a couple of years ago i was talking to a caregiver and she was talking about how kids seemed over over the 30 or whatever years she'd been working in early learning kids seemed their 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 grasp grasping strength seemed more floppy i think yes. is the way she described it compared to what it what it used to be and that that kind of thing and it does have real world um, impact on i'm sure health but just managing your day and in interacting with the world huh yeah absolutely i really feel like my, my personal opinion is that if most children are not meeting the strength requirements, like 75%, that's a lot, a huge amount, um, then we really need to take a hard look at our environment. It's just going back to, well, why are they so sedentary? And we need to address the actual problem versus go, okay, now we got to change the strength requirements again. Now we're going to, because it will be a slippery slope and we'll continuously change that. Instead of going, whoa, we need to stop this progression of becoming weaker because um, it's not helping children. It's, it's not helping our society in general. Um, you do need a certain amount of strength to be able to do all sorts of things, you know, to be able to write effectively, to be able to walk um, safely in your environment. Um, you need core strength to be able to function properly. So I think, I think we should be very careful about that and before you know redoing yeah, yeah well and i mean just just for the quality of life issues as, as an adult look i'm in i'm in my early 50s a, a year or two ago i thought well i'm gonna be getting old how can i be better at being old and one of the things i realized is well strength training is is a good thing and so and i i've started working out more and because it's, it's all about that core strength and it's all about being able to 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 um move your body as you get older and and um that seemed to for from what i was reading that seemed to be a a big indicator of quality of life when you get old is 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 core strength and 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 muscle strength so that's something i've been working on and and, and have made progress and and i feel better yes. um and that that's got to matter in life I, I i've met so many six and seven and ten year olds even that they they don't they don't have that vibrancy that I remember in kids, even even a couple decades ago, when when we were engaging in in similar games and activities, and that's that's kind of a sad thing. Oh, it's very sad. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think. I mean, it might be just me being an old nostalgic guy for the for for earlier days, but I, I really don't think that's what it is. I think it, like and like you're pointing out, it it seems to be a, a trend that we're we're all dealing with. I I really do believe that uh, children are in. Um, in trouble in some aspects for development right now. And I think that it's time that we address it versus just making excuses or saying our hands are tied or 
um, you know, just succumbing to it and saying, yeah. well, that's just the way these, the kids are these days. I don't think that's very wise. Um, and <clears throat> maybe this will lead us to our next podcast about technology, but I think there's real danger yeah. with being on technology all the time. Just, just as we wrap this one up, what, I mean, in an early learning setting, a group of, of preschoolers, let's say, what would well, go back and listen to the previous 33 uh, episodes of the show if you want ideas, I guess. But just a, a couple tips for if, if caregivers or parents want to help build stronger children, what you would advise? Yeah, I would, <clears throat> I would advise lots of outdoor playtime. I do believe that they'll naturally seek out activities that will stimulate that in all different ways. Um, but just providing enough time sure. and enough space to do so. And I, I, it's really as simple as that. So time, space, and Probably. loose parts. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't really go wrong, can you? Yeah, and loose parts are great because that, that will inspire them. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was talking to somebody about this. We were talking about ramp play the other day. And um, I, I'm a real big advocate for using uh, natural natural environmental um, ramps. Um, so like hills, rolling things like bowling balls down hills. Um, that kind of thing would 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 be great because because she was worried her program there, they're, they're concerned about fine motor, fine motor, fine motor, fine motor, and not realizing that that core strength and 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 muscle strength was was kind of the precursor to that fine motor development, right? Oh, absolutely. You have to really develop, um, yeah, the core strength and the gross motor before you get to the fine. Yeah. The fine. And, and so, so seeing that spinning on the merry-go-round or spinning on the, on the uh, swings or carrying big blobs of, uh, of mud across the playground or hauling bowling balls or whatever it is, it's all, all of that is that pre-writing fine motor stuff that, uh, that we're, we're having trouble with. And, and the other thing is with this, this, decrease in strength we're also seeing more kids that are struggling with holding their pencil and and learning learning to write because we're kind of focusing we're focusing on that when we should be focusing on the the big body stuff first yeah and absolutely and and even just paying attention so like that core strength actually helps a child to be able to tune in if you know having an adequate core strength um and that even strength of your neck like help support the eyes and the ears for listening and for, um, for reading and all of that. So this has been Timbernook tips, get out there and, uh, and do a, do a strength thing today, people. Um, I don't know how to end this episode. That's the end. We'll be back. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timbernook tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timbernook. For more Angela, visit Timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at a $3 a month level, Patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com 
slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.